Tim's News Explosion. 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 Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Tim's News Explosion. Today is Monday, the 1st of August, 2022. Pinch punch the first of the month, as the expression goes. August uh, will be the last official calendar month of this wretched winter down under. I mean, when it ticks over to September, it doesn't automatically mean that it's a nice spring weather. We are live on the Wilmsfront YouTube, DLive and Odyssey channels, as well as the interactive entropy software, uh, which I put the, the link into the live chat, uh, where you can send through a direct, direct question or send through a super chat. It is 8.30pm here in Melbourne, Victoria, where on the weekend there was a rare victory for People Power pushback with the Shrine of Remembrance CEO, Dean Lee, cancelling plans yesterday to light up the Shrine in rainbow colours. He wrote on his Instagram of uh, the cancellation, we wish to advise to changes to the programming related to the Defending with Pride stories of LGBTQ plus service. The exhibition and last post service scheduled for Sunday 31st of July will proceed as planned, but the rainbow lighting to the colonnades planned for Sunday evening will not. As a peaceful place of remembrance, we seek to provide a safe and inclusive place for all. Over several days, our staff have received and been subjected to abuse and in some cases threats. We have seen something of what members of the LGBTQIQ plus community experience every day. It is hateful. In the interest of minimising harm, we have given this matter careful consideration and sought the guidance of the Shrine's partners and friends, including veterans associations and representatives of the LGBTQ IQ plus veteran community and the Victorian government. 50 years ago, the creation of a memorial to women's service at the shrine was controversial and opposed to by many. Earlier this century, similar opposition was expressed to the introduction of an annual service commemorating Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander service men and women. A decade ago, conversations about veteran suicide were taboo yet today it is the subject of a royal commission society's values change and the shrine is a participant in that change and will continue to honor the service and sacrifice of all who have served australia what a what a bunch of self-indulgent crap that statement was as well i mean saying oh oh we now realize what you know, lgbtqi after like uh, hateful comments they have to put up with a daily basis. That's a bunch of crap. And uh, it's, it's worth pointing out that uh, the the CEO of the Shrine, uh, this this guy here, Dean Lee, I, he has, uh, as far as I can see, no uh, military uh, defence force service. 
Uh, so he uh, his uh, CV on the the Shrine website says he is accomplished executive professional with more than thirty years international experience in commercial not-for-profit and government roles spanning the commemorative tourism membership and environmental sectors he holds a bachelor of applied science and executive mba and has achieved professional certification with the australian institute of company directors uh, project management international and the australian institute of management so yeah uh the guy who's in charge of the the shrine uh honoring uh, uh fallen uh australian defense force personnel has no background in uh the in in uh, the actual in the actual th things that he is in charge of uh commemorating now he claims that he consulted with uh, veterans, uh, community, uh, veterans organisations and uh, communities, but that's not actually true. Uh, the uh, the RSL uh, Victoria uh, was uh, not uh, consulted, and he was pleased the display uh, was cancelled. Robert Webster said the view of most returned service league members he had spoken to was that the jester. Uh, which was taking place on Sunday night would have been inappropriate. We are a very conservative organization. Webster said the RSL was also concerned about the abuse and threats the RSL and the Shrine had received in reaction to the lights and plans, and he believed scrapping it would defuse the situation. And uh, we, we finally hear uh, we he gives he he tells off of one of the threats were I'd a threat that there would be ten thousand veterans. Uh, converging on the shrine forecourt, making sure it wouldn't happen. So threatening to peacefully protest, that's now a, a threat. Uh, I wonder what is classified as uh, abuse. Uh, I is calling it uh, inappropriate, obscene, uh, abhorrent. Is that classified uh, as abuse now? And uh, Avi Yemeni of, of Rebel News, he uh, spoke to uh, the Victoria Police officer in charge of security at the site and said that uh, no uh, complaint had been uh, made to him uh, that there were about uh, so-called threats that were uh, given to the, the to the shrine. So uh, the, the officer said they were not actually threats, they were just hate mail. Again, who defines uh, what hate mail is? I mean, this we, we know how uh, snowflakey, uh, the, uh, particularly the, the, uh, those in, in charge of uh, these institutions who try to turn them into, uh, try to turn them into these uh, uh, virtue signaling meccas are, they get triggered and offended by the, the slightest uh, bit of criticism. Uh, now, of course, that was highly inappropriate and uh, to uh, light up the shrine in the, the, the rainbow uh, flag uh, colors given given that the the flag in the current year is used to push an extreme uh, political and uh, social uh, agenda. In fact, Dan Andrews himself was uh, asked about uh, the plans to to light up the the, the, the shrine in these uh, political colors, and this is what Dan Andrews said. 
Mr Andrews, we're hearing of plans to bathe the Shrine of Remembrance in the colours of the LGBTQQII plus flag this week. Could you clarify your stance on this? Look, it's a disgusting thing. It's a sacred place. It's a place where we honour the sacrifice of those who gave so much. And that's just not appropriate to be to be there. It's just not. should be there for silent reflection and for an honouring of those who gave everything for us. Premier, what do you think the impact of this will be on the community? For fair-minded people across the state, it's very jarring, it's very confronting. Mr Andrews, one final question. Could you articulate in a single sentence how you feel? It's deeply offensive. You know, it just, just doesn't make any sense. Mr Andrews, thank you for your time. Now, of course, that was mashed together by IML uh, Condent. Uh, Dan Andrews was talking about the uh, freedom uh, uh, protesters uh, late last year who, well, they didn't choose the the, the, the shrine uh, to congregate uh, at uh, during the uh, September uh, week of rage protests against the, the lockdowns. The uh, Victoria Police uh, cornered them there and then shot them with... Uh, uh, rubber bullets there and uh, of course uh, the, the the shrine uh, the reason why it's a sacred place is because well I part of the reason uh, that people gave their their lives to uh, in the the service of our country was to for freedom and uh, that's what the the people that they at the shrine that day uh, were also wanting to protect freedom I mean, uh, Dan Andrews now thinks that uh, he and he, uh, the, the people that he appoints to the various uh, institutions uh, get to uh, decide uh, what the shrine uh, represents. And uh, uh, Dan's uh, number one uh, fan, uh, the PR guy, uh, put up on, t- on Twitter... Uh, so remember the PR guy's name, real name is Jeremy Hewitt uh, Maluta. So he said, it's the memorial to those who fought for our freedom. Now, in a chilling attack on that very same freedom, far-right activists have abused and made threats to staff at Melbourne Shrine of Remembrance over its plan to commemorate the LGBTIQ heroes who serve Australia. Far-right activists are at war with... Aussie values and the latest assault on on the freedoms our fallen heroes fought for following a dark chapter which saw deeply d- disrespectful ha- behaviour at the shrine when far-right activists assaulted police and urinated on the sacred memorial. That's, well, that's a masterclass in spin from the PR guy because it was the Victoria police who assaulted activists and it was the police horses who urinated on uh, the shrine. And uh, now, despite the fact that the uh, the shrine itself wasn't lit up in the the, the rainbow colours, uh, yesterday uh, the at the at the shrine, uh, the well, it's they still raise the well the corrupted rainbow flag as I've uh, as I call it because it's got the the black and the the poo brown stripes uh, as well, and. 
as I mentioned, uh, if there wasn't uh, this uh, consultation with uh, uh, groups that, well, with the RSL that uh, uh, Dean Lee uh, claims. And I think that uh, this whole exercise in virtue signaling and also like what's it matter what the particular you know sexual preferences of the the various defense force members were over the years i mean they weren't signing up uh to the australian defense force as heterosexual homosexuals as aboriginal or white they were uh, signing up to the australian uh, defense force so uh, i think uh why the lighting up of the shrine in the the rainbow uh colors uh, was so inappropriate is uh, is is best summed up by uh sas uh, uh war veteran uh heston russell who is uh founder of voice uh of a veteran hey g'day everyone let's have a quick talk about this shrine of remembrance having the LGBTQ colours being rainbow initiative. I get inclusion as a gay former army special forces person. I struggled with it my entire career, but I didn't struggle with it because of homophobia or predominantly homophobia in and around me. I struggle with it because society continues to try and put labels on us to define us by diversities, for example, that I was born with and didn't choose. Whereas the military was the most perfect community that I was judged on my character and how I showed up and what I did. So places like the Shrine of Remembrance are there to commemorate service and sacrifice, not individuality. Service in the military is about putting the mission and team before yourself, joining together for a purpose. We wore the same uniform, carried the same flag on our sleeve, had the same flag, commemorate the coffins of those we've lost. There's a little bit being lost here and that's why the military and elite sports used to be those great areas where we removed politics from them because they were true and authentic in their person. And that's just what I hope we can get back to, focusing on people and their performance and what they do and how they show up, as opposed to what label they choose to carry and rely on. Uh, very well said, Heston. And I didn't even know that he was gay because his activism with a voice of a veteran has spoken for its uh, for itself in helping uh, to to get uh, the uh, Royal Commission into Defence and uh, Veteran Suicide uh, established. Uh, so the the website is now uh, vsf.org.au, and Heston was also. The, the founder of the Australian Values Party, which ran at the uh, federal election. He ran for the Queensland Senate, didn't get uh, very uh, very many uh, votes, um, but uh, he had a crack. And uh, he also has his own podcast as well. I should really reach out to him to, to uh, see if he wants to come as a guest on, on Wilmsfront, because he'd certainly be uh somebody whose uh, experiences uh, are, are worth uh, worth hearing uh in depth and uh, he's doing uh, great work now the the andrews government uh is they, they've still got their uh all-encompassing uh lgbtiq uh agenda and uh spending of uh, taxpayer monday 
money. So Harriet Singh uh, MP, who uh, I should uh, mention is married uh, to Dan Andrews' chief of staff, Lizzie Ratcliffe. Uh, so uh, she posted on Twitter announcing $220,000 for grants of up to $10,000 for Vic LGBTIQ plus events and projects to celebrate, connect and share who we are. Applications for the Pride Events and Festival Fund are open until the 21st of August. So the Victorian state government has the, the biggest debt in uh, state debt in the nation and uh, you know, they're pissing more money away uh, to, to have various uh, uh, rainbow uh, events. And uh, Tim Smith, uh, a, a Liberal MP, said last week the Labor announced $130,000 to give fruit bats a shower, now 220000 for gay tea parties and the madness of Melbourne continues. Maybe, why can't they, why, uh, the, the Andrews government invest that money into the, the healthcare system that they say is under pressure at the moment? I don't know, maybe into monkeypox uh, prevention? Uh, uh, now, despite uh, the, the Andrews government, uh, its continuing scandals, its uh, waste and uh, corruption, the mainstream media is still uh, uh, obsessed uh, with uh, uh, newly selected uh, Liberal candidates uh, for the, the Victorian uh, state election. I covered last week... Uh, a, a pro-life, pro-family and pro-woman, uh, uh, the city of uh, Melton Councillor Moira Deeming, uh, winning uh, pre-selection uh, for Bernie Finn's old uh, upper house uh, position on the Liberal Senate ticket in, in West Metro. And so uh, another one of uh, Dan Andrews' uh, ministers had a go at uh, Moira, uh, Housing Minister Danny Pearson uh, uh, said on Friday that Liberal leader Matthew Guy had the opportunity to call out her remarks but chose not to. He chose to stay silent while his candidate has made some appalling comments that are deeply transphobic and against the, the rights of women. Moira is pro-woman. It's the Dan Andrews government that has been busy trying to erase uh, women. Uh, they now refer to, to women, particularly Dan Andrews in particular, as, uh, as that person. Uh, so again, it quotes uh, all the, well, I would say good things that uh, Moira has said. Uh, uh, Deeming claimed in 2016 uh, that uh, safe schools uh, program was sleazy, unnecessary drivel. And so, well, because uh, Moira uh, was uh, democratically pre-selected by Liberal grassroots members, uh, Guy said, I'm not interested in comments she's made in the past. I'm interested in what she's doing as a candidate. A Liberal Party is committed to ensuring it had good representation in the Western suburbs. Uh, so Guy is well aware, and I said this last week, uh, that uh, the local uh, members uh, rebuked him for his uh, pushing out of, of Bernie Finn, who is now in the, uh, the DLP. And uh, they've also had a go, uh, mainstream media, at uh, another uh, just pre-selected uh, Liberal candidate uh, for the, the Upper House in Eastern Victoria region, uh, Renee Heath, who's a, a chiropractor. And uh, as 
and uh, apparently it's she's uh, as it says here that uh, she, that she's been under fire uh, for her father's connections to a conservative church accused of historic links to uh, gay conversion practices so not current well it's illegal now in victoria but it uh, but uh former uh, so liberal supporters uh, have said heath whose background is in science does not support gay conversion therapy and did not pitch herself as a candidate attempting to wide back the coalition's progressive agenda on in, on improving uh gay rights as a chiropractor, I think the only thing that uh, Renee is focused on uh, keeping straight is people's backs. So again, another pathetic uh, mainstream media hit piece on, well, another female liberal candidate. They don't seem to like these female liberal candidates, uh, the mainstream media and the uh, the Andrews government. So, I mean, the Andrews, uh, Dan Andrews himself has displayed a, a woman problem uh, over the past, well, uh, six years, I would say. Now, we had uh, Anthony Albanese at the Gama Festival in Arnhem Land in the, the Northern Territory, where he unveiled uh, the referenda question he will uh, put to the uh, Australian people uh, to change the constitution uh, to enshrine an Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander voice. So this is what it will be. So uh, Anthony Albanese uh, uh, proposes to add three sentences to the cons constitution. There shall be a body a, to be called the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander voice. Uh, the voice may make representations to Parliament and the executive government on matters relating to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples. The Parliament shall, subject uh, to this constitution, have the powers to make laws with uh, respect uh, to the composition, functions, powers and procedures of the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander voice. And so the question that will be in the referendum, do you support an alteration of the constitution that establishes an Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander voice? So it's clear from this that uh, parliamentary uh, supremacy, uh, meaning that the elected parliament uh, will will still retain uh, the, uh, the the right to enact laws uh, for all Australians, including Aboriginal and Torres Strait uh, Islander. And so apparently, the Anthony Albanese he'll announce the the details of uh, how this uh, uh, voice uh, will actually work uh, down the track. Uh, there hasn't um, hasn't even uh, been a date put yet for the the referendum. Uh, the uh, Australia Institute, which is a Greens aligned uh, think tank. They did a poll which claims that there is now 65% uh, support for enshrining the voice in the constitution, only 14% no and 21% uh, uh, not sure. And of course, the, the, the Labor government is uh, pressuring uh, the coalition uh, to, 
make it to, to support it so it's uh, bipartisan and has uh, more chance of of passing uh, at the the gamma festival uh, this is uh, the indigenous affairs minister Linda Burney with the shadow indigenous uh, affairs uh, uh, spokesman Julian Lisa who is not uh, indigenous he's actually uh, Jewish uh, but uh, Peter Dutton most likely selected him uh, to be the, the Shadow uh, Indigenous Affairs spokesman and Shadow Attorney General because he support, supports the voice, while uh, uh, newly elected uh, Indigenous Country Liberal Senator uh, Jacinta Price uh, does not support the voice. This is what she commented on an Australian uh, story on her Senator Jacinta uh, Navajinta Price uh, Facebook page. The voice is being led by members of the Indigenous elite who've spent their lives on the gravy train built on the backs of the misery of the most marginalised and changed nothing for them. The voice to Parliament is the gravy train attempting to ingrain itself in the Constitution so despite its failures and lack of accountability can never be dismantled. I think it is Labor who are confused about the detail of the voice or whether it will be defined before or after a referendum. It is clear as mud the most marginalised Indigenous Australians in remote communities haven't a clue of, of what it is or how it's supposed to support them. Now, many of you might recall that there was a, a previous uh, statutory uh, body, the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander Commission, uh, ATSIC that was in operation uh, from 1990 to, to 2005 and uh, it was uh, dismantled uh, due to uh, corruption and now we are told that this voice uh, won't have uh, uh, won't have uh, oversight in uh, distributing uh, funds uh, to Indigenous programs but again who is how is this, uh, who, who are going to be the members on, on this uh, voice? Uh, is it going to be uh, elected? And obviously you assume it would be a, a race-based uh, election. But as, as we keep being, well, as the speaker Melton Dick said last week, uh, we, ha we now have the most uh, diverse parliament, record number of uh, Indigenous uh, Australians. There already is a voice to parliament, uh, democratically elected. We are a liberal democracy, one, one vote, one value. If you're going to have an Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander voice, we're like, uh, we're, uh, why don't you have a voice for the Italian Australian community or the Greek Australian community. I mean, where does it end? I mean, I mean, this is the uh, absurd thing about uh, these uh, these modern uh, identitarians. They want to uh, the, the elites or the the activist class want to speak on behalf of most of the time uh, people who are. Uh, not engaged, and if they were, uh, might not agree with what these uh, activist elites uh, uh, are pushing. I mean, it's the same what I was saying before with uh, the shrine. You just heard from a gay veteran who didn't want uh, the, the the rainbow uh, lit up, and he he wasn't uh, alone here. So, is is uh, I have very much have uh, my doubts that this, uh, this uh, voice once established would be truly uh, representative. 
Um, I'll certainly be voting uh, no uh, because, well, I certainly don't want a constitutionally enshrined body that could uh, th that could be another uh, at sick in our constitution. And uh, if we had uh, another uh, stunt uh, today in the the Senate by Greens Senator Lydia uh, Thorpe who uh, decided to, well, uh, you would uh, uh, disrespect uh, her uh, uh, when she was taking the, the oath of office and she actually had to, to retake it because she decided to pull uh, this uh, pathetic stunt. Green Senator and Indigenous activist Lydia Thorpe has caused a stir in the Federal Senate this morning by mockingly reciting the Oath of Allegiance. Thorpe, please recite the affirmation on the card. I will be faithful and I bear true allegiance to the colonising Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II. Senator Thorpe, Senator Thorpe, you are required to recite the oath as printed on the card. Senator Thorpe did eventually recite the oath and was officially sworn in. Meanwhile, former Prime Minister Scott Morrison has returned to the Parliament after an overseas speaking tour. He was sworn into the House of Representatives this morning and will sit on the coalition backbench. Uh, you're right, Lydia Thorpe's uh, dad uh, is, is English uh, and he's actually a, a One Nation uh, member. And also, uh, fun fact as well, that Clementine Ford's uh, father uh, ran as a, as a One Nation candidate there. And now, uh, the reason why Lydia Thorpe, in the end, uh, uh, recited the oath as it was printed, uh, because otherwise she wouldn't get her uh, $200,000 uh, senator's salary and, of course, wouldn't get her place in the, 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 cha the, the Qantas chairman's lounge as well that uh, uh, she is, is quite fond of as well. Now, let's move on to the health update and uh, the monkeypox uh, outbreak has uh, claimed uh, 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 there's now been deaths uh, outside of endemic Africa. There have been two in Spain. Uh, there has been one in Brazil. And uh, there was also one in India and uh, also uh, one in Ghana as well. So the, the, the two ones in Spain were from encephalitis of the brain caused by the, the, the monkeypox. So this is uh, super uh, serious. And uh, uh, anyone can get monkeypox uh, despite 98% uh, of the, the transmission in Western nations being men who have uh, sex with men. Uh, Australia uh, currently has uh, 45 confirmed monkeypox uh, cases, most of which have been uh, imported. Uh, so, uh, as I as I mentioned uh, on Trad Tasman talk on on Friday, uh, there is a scramble uh, for the the third generation uh, smallpox uh, sterilizing vaccine, Gynos. And uh, I saw what is that a a article in the the Guardian on the weekend that said uh, we must use the what is it the spring period to, to vaccinate uh, many as many uh, uh, at-risk uh, community people as, as possible because uh, Australia is, ho is hosting, what is it, World Pride 
uh, next year, which could be a, a super spreader uh, event. Uh, now, I covered uh, last week uh, the, the, the fears of a, a foot in mouth, a foot and mouth outbreak. We already have a foot and mouth uh, outbreak amongst our p- uh, political class. We've had that. It's been endemic here for many years, but foot in foot and mouth. Uh, if it was imported from Bali to Australia, could threaten our $80 billion uh, agricultural industry. Last week, uh, uh, the uh, Agriculture and uh, Emergency Management Minister Murray Watt unveiled uh, new uh, biosecurity measures at uh, airports, uh, particularly people returning from uh, Indonesia. And uh, there has been uh, the the, uh, the f- I think it's the the first uh, infringement uh, for a biosecurity uh, breach from from Indonesia. So a Darwin passenger he has been uh, uh, fined. I'm not sure if it's a he. They have been fined two thousand six hundred sixty four dollars uh, because uh, they were carrying two egg and beef sausage McMuffins from McDonald's in Bali, as well as a ham ham croissant in their luggage. The fast food was uh, discovered by Zenta, a detector dog at Darwin International Airport. And so Murray Watt said this will be the most expensive Macca's meal this passenger has ever has. Biosecurity is no joke. It protects our jobs our farms, food, uh, food and supports uh, the economy. Uh, passengers who choose to travel need to make sure they're filling the conditions to enter Australia by following all biosecurity measures. It's clear uh, that this uh, passenger was trying to uh, bluff uh, Zenta with his uh, Mc, uh, McMuffins, uh, but uh, the, obviously the, the uh, Zenta could read uh, their poker face if you if you figured out my my riddle. And of course, uh, we've had uh, President, uh, US President Joe Biden have a rebound in, uh, COVID infection after taking Paxlovid, uh, the, uh, the antiviral uh, uh, drug, which is uh, distributed to people his age. He's had about, uh, what is it, uh, five Pfizer doses. And... Um, Anyone want to guess uh, uh, who is the uh, manufacturer of Paxlovid? Who else but Pfizer? Uh, so yes, uh, uh, Pfizer uh, uh, says that, or there's, well, they've claimed that there's a two percent uh, uh, possibility of a rebound infection with Paxlovid, and uh, you might remember that. Uh, Anthony Fauci, Dr. Anthony Fauci, he also got a rebound infection from Paxlovid. And uh, also a, uh, another uh, potential uh, side effect of Paxlovid is that c- it can actually mutate the virus inside the, in, in the person who's taking it. So that's, we obviously don't need that uh, as well. Now, Paxlovid seems to be uh, being promoted over the other uh, oral uh, antiviral option, which is uh, uh, Lagviro uh, by Merck. Uh, So Merck is also the manufacturer of of ivermectin. Some people have called uh, this uh, Lagviro. I can't believe it's not ivermectin. 
Now, going over to the UK, because they had, remember, they had those two days of over uh, 40 degrees, and apparently there was going to be thousands of excess uh, uh, deaths. Well, apparently in those two days of extreme heat, all the water evaporated from the UK, and now there's a hosepipe uh, ban. That's the the new uh, science. And uh, uh, obviously, uh, Boris Johnson is still the caretaker prime minister, the final two to replace him as conservative leader, Liz Truss and, and uh, Rishi Sunak. Uh, they uh, had uh, quite an unexpected uh, debate recently on uh, talk, uh, talk TV uh, when the uh, uh, their political en- editor and moderator Kate McCann uh, collapsed, obviously probably due to climate change, the heat likely to get worse. Well, the cost of not doing anything to stand up to Vladimir Putin is immense. If he succeeds in Ukraine, he's not going to stop there. He's going to challenge the freedom and democracy. Oh my God. Uh, she was all right, uh, Kate McCann, but uh, yes, uh, it clearly uh, she uh, was suffering from SACS, which is uh, Sudden Adult Collapsing Syndrome. And obviously we've seen a lot of sports stars have SACS over the, over the past uh, 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 year and a half. Uh, there's a super chat uh, from I'm a Stupid Moron for five uh, Australian dollars. Thank you very much for the super chat. Can you look up this uh, video, uh, Tim? And uh, I've got the the link uh, uh, for you. So this is from the Daily Mail. White people will be the first target. target. South Africa's Julius uh, Malima warns of impending violence because the poor are getting poorer. Yes, uh, I am uh, aware of this uh, uh, black uh, uh, black supremacist, uh, the white genocide advocate, uh, Julius uh, uh, Malema. He is of the uh, the what is it? What's his party called again? Uh, the it'll it'll have it down here, but uh, it is is from the. Hang on, I'll, I'll look it up because I know that I'd say economic freedom fighters. That's that's what it is. That's what his party is. Uh, uh, some of you might remember that um, I interviewed uh, Simon Roach of the, the Zoitlanders, uh, the the white South African a, 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 a survivalist movement. Uh, yes, the yeah Julius Malama. Uh, 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 yeah, he is the chair of the, the economic uh, freedom fighters. So, yes, he is a, a very dangerous uh, individual. All right, that's the end of the show tonight. Thank you uh, to all of you for, for tuning in. I did notice that uh, I, when I started the, the stream, it took a while for the, the audience to, to trickle in. So... I'm assuming that uh, YouTube is up to its old tricks again and not notifying uh, uh, subscribers to the the Wilmsfront uh, channel. Uh, make sure that uh, you click the bell to to allow for notifications. So when a 
uh, that means that you'll get a notification half an hour before the show goes live and obviously when it goes live uh, as well. Uh, there'll be no Wilmsfront uh, this Thursday. I've mentioned to you all previously because I'm moving uh, this month, uh, there might be some disruption to the, the schedule, but uh, Trad Tasman Talk with Dure De Boer will definitely be on this Friday night, 6 p.m. Melbourne time on the Unshackled YouTube channel. Dure is going to unveil his Christian Nationalist Manifesto. So I'm very much looking forward to uh, hearing that. And uh, there'll be a new report from Tiger Mount with Richard Wollstonecroft uh, published uh, this week. So stay tuned for that. Make sure you check out the unshackled.net uh, directly because that's got all of our content there. Uh, we also cross post to Telegram, Gab, uh, Twitter, and uh, Minds, MeWe, and uh, uh, Locals.com uh, as well. But uh, I'm still sending out the, the weekly Unshackled newsletter, so make sure you subscribe to that. I couldn't send one last week because I was sick, but I did send one this Saturday. All right, I've gone way over time, so thank you, everyone. Stay safe, st uh, stay warm, stay sane, stay healthy, and, uh, yes, uh, stay free and uh, keep uh, stay speaking. That's what I lied tonight. Good night, everybody. Tim's News Explosion. 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 Tim's news explosion.